As July 1st approaches, some of the world's best players are bracing themselves for free agency. Usmane Dembele, Christian Eriksen, and Paulo Dybala are among the stars whose current club deals are set to expire tomorrow. So what and where is next for them? Well, lucky for us, Fabrizio Romano is here with the latest intel from the transfer market. Kigo Lasso begins right now. Today's Kegel Lasso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. For those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all-day freshness. Gillette, the best a man can get. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, my friend? All good, all good, my friend. Thank you, as always, and happy to be here to, to answer all the questions. I know, Fabrizio, you've been an absolute trooper. We get questions over, questions over, questions over, questions, and Fab always delivers. Fab, always good to see you. Uh, for the weekly dose of Fab, this is the second time. Remember, in the summers, twice a week with Fabrizio Romano, and we wrap it up today, uh, this week with Fabrizio. So let's begin. We're going to talk about free agents, as we mentioned in the intro, but obviously there's latest news regarding everywhere, and Fab and I will try and get to you. We promise if we don't get to you regarding the questions, please believe us. It's because it's a lot, okay? But we'll try and take care of it. Let's begin, Fabrizio Romano, with Usmane Dembele. A lot of conversations. We did talk about him last episode, okay? Uh, and actually, we've been talking about him for a long time, Fabrizio. What's the latest regarding the French winger uh, in regards to staying with Barcelona? Chelsea seem interested. What's going on? Yeah, the situation is at the moment uh, still in a standby situation, we can say, uh, because they had this meeting on Monday, Moussa Sissoko, the agent of Dembélé and Barca board. And from what I'm told, on player side, they've been very clear. The player will extend the contract with, with Barcelona only in case Barca will improve their proposal. At the moment, it's not happened. So let's see if this week Barcelona will change their position. Also because Rafinha, Barca target, is now getting closer to Chelsea. It's not a done deal yet, but it's getting closer, closer to Chelsea. And so for, for Barca, it's important to decide on Dembélé. In another case, the player will leave the club on a free transfer. So it's up to Barcelona now. Dembélé is waiting. His agents are waiting. I think it's a really strange situation, uh, let me say, because this Dembélé deal also in January was really particular with many clubs uh, offered the chance to sign Dembélé, but then at the end, Barcelona understood that the player wanted to stay. And now Dembélé is still stating internally with people close to him that he wants to stay at Barca, but at current, current conditions, no. So he wants an improved proposal. Let's see what happens, but this week Dembélé will make a decision. This is the expectation around him. Yeah, as you said, a very strange decision. You mentioned, obviously, you know, you know, they Dembélé's people are waiting for an improved offer. It's not coming yet. Is there a lot of interest for Osmane Dembélé outside of Barcelona? Interest, of course, but uh, serious proposals at great conditions is not easy. But I think this is a point for many of the players we are going to mention as, as free agents. Uh, uh, football is changing on free agents. They don't want to pay, okay, part of Mbappé, these incredible players. But with all the other players, clubs don't want to pay crazy money they want to play to pay good money normal money and so the moment for Dembélé there is interest Chelsea have always been interested but now they're busy with Rafinha with Sterling so for Dembélé it's important to understand how many proposals at the end will arrive serious proposals because at the moment he has nothing agreed with any other club so it would be an open situation for Dembélé in case he would break the agreement and, and the negotiation with with Bars. Yeah, as we mentioned before, it's becoming very NBA-ish right now, the free agency in the European market. All right, well, let's continue here. And uh, we are back with The Choice is Clear, presented by Gillette Clear Gel. Uh, this segment is about the choice and is it clear? So let's go with you, Fabrizio. Should Barcelona cut their losses 
with Dembélé? Is the choice is clear for them regarding their relationship with the French attacker? I would say no. I would say no. The choice, in my opinion, on Barcelona's side should be to find a solution with Ousmane Dembélé. This is my feeling because Xavi loves him. And Xavi showed that maybe he's the best manager for Dembélé, to help Dembélé. And for Dembélé, it's a very good solution to stay at Barca with Xavi. So I think they need to be smart in these final days of negotiations to find a solution together because Dembélé has, will be, of course, available on the market, but not with so many options, as we mentioned. And for Barca, it will not be easy to find a player of the value of Dembélé on the market with a difficult financial situation, with Rafinha getting closer to Premier League. So, you know, I would be with a different idea on Barca's side and I would try to find a solution with Ousmane Dembélé in my team. Yeah, you make a very good point about how Xavi is the perfect manager for Dembélé in this situation. Specifically, you you can see it on the pitch from a productivity perspective, how good it, it is. Uh, so let's go for the other side. Is the choice clear for Ousmane Dembélé, do you think just, be, you know, Barcelona have Champions League football, uh, you know, they're going to be seriously con competing now next season under Xavi in La Liga. Should Dembélé, Fabrizio Romano, lower his wage demands? No, I think yes. This is part of the negotiation. This is part, of course, I don't know how much he wants to, to accept. So it's not just about money, but I think they need to find a point together. Uh, I think this is the best solution also on Dembele's side to find a, a financial solution with Barca and maybe accept something different than expected, but it's the best solution for him to be quiet, to be happy in Barcelona, because when he was relaxed with Xavi trusting him, it's been incredible to see Dembélé again at top level this season, in the second part of the season. So I really hope they will find a way. All right. Well, let's continue here with Barcelona in the choice is clear very quickly. Is the choice clear for Memphis Depay? What's the latest on his future? Is the choice clear for him in order to stay at Barcelona and continue? Because the Netherlands are looking very good for the World Cup. What do you think? Oh, he would be really happy to stay at Barcelona. He's really happy at Barcelona. The point is he had his agents uh, had a meeting on Monday, his advisors with, uh, with Barcelona. And in this meeting, um, Depay confirmed that he's happy with Barca. He would love to stay at Barca. But on Barca's side, on Depay's side, they are keeping the situation open because it will depend on the proposals this summer. His contract expires next summer and at the moment there is still no proposal on the table to extend the, the current agreement. And so this is why for Depay at the moment he's staying, he's not negotiating with any other club. But it's a name that we have to keep open on the market because it will depend on Barca financial situation, on the proposal and on many other factors. Well, I tell you whose choice is extremely crystal clear and it's been for a while and that's Robert Lewandowski. He's wanted Barcelona for a while. What's the latest there? Yes, new bid from Barca is around 40 million with Semedons. Still no answer from Bayern, but Bayern are playing this game. I think Bayern really want, as they always stated, to have a new direct contact with Lewandowski once they will be back at training for the preseason and then to try to change the situation. And then if they will understand that it's impossible, I think they will, they will then negotiate with, uh, with Barcelona. So now it's like uh, a standby, but with Barcelona pushing and pushing with three proposals on the tables. The first two turned down by Bayern and now another bid for 40 million plus adons. The player has been very clear. The player wants Barcelona. He's, play, he's uh, waiting for Barcelona. And so he's really hoping for this Barcelona move. So I think it will take some time to see how, how the situation will develop. But for Robert Lewandowski, the choice is absolutely clear and he wants Barca move. Absolutely right. Bayern Munich playing the game, but the choice is clear for Lewandowski and the choice is clear, presented by Gillette Clear Gel. All right, let's move on here. You mentioned it earlier that Fabrizio Romano, let's talk about Chelsea. Todd Bowley is uh, not fooling around, Fabrizio Romano. He's doing a few 
meetings. He's doing a few decision makings uh, ever since Marina Gatsavoy uh, left, of course, the club as well. What's the latest with Rafinha, the wanted man by everybody? How's it going there with uh, the Blues as they look into to bring in the attacker? Yes, yesterday, uh, after an agreement with Leeds, uh, after a meeting, sorry, with Leeds, Chelsea reached full agreement uh, with Leeds, with the president, Andrea Radrizzani, for, uh, for Rafinha. So there is an agreement between the two clubs. Everything is ready. It's an agreement for £60 million, pounds, uh, add-ons included. Uh, then Chelsea will pay part of the taxes, so it could reach around £65 million pounds in total. But the agreement is there between Chelsea and Leeds. Um, and it's also important to say that Arsenal yesterday afternoon, they were trying with a new proposal, but Leeds said no and turned down this, this new bid from Arsenal. Barcelona were still trying and pushing with, uh, with Rafinha, but no way to match Chelsea proposal. And so Leeds decided to sell the player to Chelsea. Now it's up to Chelsea to find an agreement with Rafinha. So today they have new direct negotiations with, uh, with the agents. Yesterday they sent the first proposal to try to find an agreement on personal terms. It's not a detail. You know, many times in transfer market, personal terms are just a detail because they need to complete something and then it's done. In this case, it's not a detail because there are many clubs interested in Rafinha since long time. So when negotiations are with many clubs, you need to be fast and you need to be careful in this process for, for a personal term. So this is what Chelsea are doing, negotiating with Rafinha, and they hope to complete everything very soon. So work in progress. Okay, so Barcelona had personal agreements with Rafinha, but obviously the, the bigger point was uh, Leeds accepting any kind of offer. There was no you know, uh, legitimate offer there. Arsenal couldn't meet the demands of what Leeds wanted. Chelsea came in, so now they're figuring out the personal terms with Rafinha. Um, let's talk about Raheem Sterling. How close is he on uh, coming to Chelsea? Just waiting for the new proposal from Chelsea, the new official bid. Uh, I think it's normal that the timing is a bit different because, first point, they're busy with Rafinha. And also, in the case of Sterling, Chelsea are the only club negotiating to sign him. And so this is why they are pretty relaxed uh, and they don't want to pay crazy money. They're also playing with time to find a good agreement with Manchester City. So work in progress also for Sterling. I expect them to propose this maybe 35 million, 40 million in the coming, uh, in the coming hours or days. But they want both Sterling and Rafinha. So they're working on both. Then let's see if they will be able to complete both negotiations. But they are on it. They're trying for both of them. And so they want wingers. The message, I think, is pretty clear on Chelsea's side. Well, to that point, Fabrizio Romano, what does that make of Christian Pulisic's future? This is a US-based show, of course. And I'm sure American-based uh, fans are uh, wondering what, what, what makes of their American captain. Yes, at the moment it's still a quiet situation around the Pulisic and I think if really, as it seems, Tuchel wants to play with wingers and trust wingers, so with others maybe as number nine and uh, trusting wingers around this, this different kind of number nine, I think Pulisic could be an important player. So this is why at the moment the situation is still, is still quiet. Then the player, as we always mentioned here, wants to have a conversation with Todd Bowley, a conversation with Thomas Tuchel and understand how much will be the game time for him this season because it's really important for Christian to clarify this situation. So I'm sure that in the coming days once Chelsea will decide on Rafinha or Sterling, they will have this conversation and then find a solution for, uh, for Pulisic in case he wants to go. But at the moment, they are still counting him as part of the team because they need wingers if they want to play as they want with wingers. Well, there's a lot of wingers right now. It's crazy. Yeah. They got more wings than Kentucky Fried Chicken, Fabrizio Romano. It's kind of yeah, crazy. But I think I think Ziyech has very good chances to go because the Milan won team and not just them. So Ziyech could go. So Ziyech would be your number one exit. Yes, yes. For Tuchel, yes. Tuchel prefers Pulisic over over Ziyech, from what I'm told. And also Alcanodoy, we have to understand what they want to do. I'm not sure that he's staying. So there are many things to clarify. All right. Well, there's a lot going on. Let me ask you before we leave Chelsea. Todd Bowley has come in, obviously taking over a very, 
you know, uh, tumultuous situation after the exit of Roman Abramovich. He's been meetings. He's been doing very aggressive contacts. Rafinha to that case, Raheem Sterling, of course, and much more. What do you make of uh, his first few weeks uh, for Todd Bolly and his handling of negotiations? Oh, fantastic work, let me say. With all the people in football I'm speaking with, agents, uh, people into the club, and then other directors that had the chance to speak with him, great feedbacks, really. Uh, he's doing an incredible job 24 hours per day. He's pretty traditional on one side because he wants to have face-by-face meetings. He always wants to have a direct contact. Uh, he's taking care of, of the negotiations, but he's also so modern because he wants to try something like trades in every negotiation. He's trying. He was trying with Inter to have some trade for Lukaku. Then it didn't work, but he was trying. Uh, also with uh, the league, with Juventus, they're trying for a trade with Timo Werner. So he's really particular to, to see this kind of approach from an owner in the European football. And so it's really, really appreciated at the moment. Then let's see how it will continue in the, in the window. But I would say that it's been a really great start. And he, if he will be able to sign Rafinha, I think he's a fantastic, fantastic signing. Huh? Yeah, a very big statement from the American owner. Absolutely great stuff. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got some leads questions. Uh, Christian Eriksen's future. We talked about free agencies, of course, Christian Eriksen. Uh, being one of them, uh, a little bit more, maybe Paolo Dybala, etc., answering more of your questions and much more. Fabrizio Romano on Kigo Lasso will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Kigo Lasso, Fabrizio Romano, Fab, straight away. What's going on with uh, Mohamed Kamara from RB Salzburg, says DPR19. He's not in the preseason with them, and he's rumored to go to either Leeds or Brighton. Is it Leeds? It is Leeds in for him? I will let you know. Honestly, I have to check. I will let you know. Uh, he's one of the players that for sure Brighton have been tracking for a long time. For Leeds, you know, they've been really busy with Calvin Phillips. They are finalizing this Calvin Phillips, Calvin Phillips deal with Manchester City. They are on Rafinha. So now they're working on the outgoings. But let me say for Leeds that from what I'm told, they will invest on three players now. So they already signed three players and they want to sign three more players after selling Rafinha and Calvin Phillips. They will reinvest big part of the money they're receiving. So I think it's a very good and smart strategy. So they, they want to restart with new talents. They already signed three and they're going to continue in the coming days. So let's see what happens with Kamara. But for example, a player they love is Cody Gakpo from PSV, very good winger. A player they love is De Keteler from Bruges, also in a similar list. So Leeds will be pretty busy in the coming weeks. All right. Well, let's uh, stay in the Premier League here. We were talking about Rafinha. Uh, let's stick with uh, some Brazilian Talent. What about Richarlison? Because now Tottenham, Antonio Conte's Tottenham, looking interesting. Richarlison and Lenglet updates for Tottenham. What do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Lenglet is one of the players they've been offered to sign because we know that Barcelona are looking for solutions for some of their players and Lenglet is one of them. And so Tottenham will decide soon. It's one of the possibilities they have in the list. So let's see what happens with Lenglet. But at the moment, uh, it's something that they are discussing internally with other names for the, for the defense. And for Richarlison, it's different. Richarlison is top target for Tottenham. They are pushing, they are working on it, they are negotiating with Everton, they already discussed personal terms with the player side, and I don't see any big issue because Richarlison would be happy to join Tottenham, and Tottenham consider Richarlison a top player. So negotiations are going with Everton to understand if they want to include some player or not in the negotiation, how much would be the total fee, but for example, a player discussed between the two clubs is Harry Winks, who is really appreciated by Everton. So they're discussing on many of the details of the story, but Richarlison is a top target for, uh, for Tottenham and could be, in my personal opinion, a very smart solution because he can play in many positions. Antonio Conte loves this kind of player who can play as number nine or behind the striker, so it'd be a very, very smart solution. 
And Conte and Chiche, Brazil's manager, are similar in the way that they treat their players. So that's going to help them as well. That's a very good, interesting acquisition. All right. Well, here's a mid-table read before we continue with Fabrizio Romano. The soccer calendar knows no break, so it's always all systems go here on Que Golazo. Staying on top of the global game is an all-day gig, and then there's the added stress of being a helplessly loyal fan who obsesses over every minor detail concerning my club. Throw in on top of that the studio lights, the public speaking, the breaking news. It's a recipe for perspiration. Nah, not for yours truly. Fortunately for me, sweat and bad odors are two things I never have to worry about. Thanks to the long-lasting power of Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. I can get on with my day, which mainly involves staying on top of the latest Aston Villa news and telling myself is strictly for work purposes without breaking a sweat. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant goes on with an anti-white mark formula and protects your nostrils from those nasty under-armpit smells while giving you 72-hour sweat protection. If you want all-day freshness, the choice is clear. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant is a tap-in. Get your Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant at a store near you. All right, Fabrizio Romano, let's keep going here. Paolo Dybala, my goodness, I feel for this kid. What's going on? Uh, Sam says, hey, Fab, is there a chance Dybala is heading to Real Madrid? I would be surprised, honestly. At the moment, there is, no, there is nothing. Then you know that with free agents, everything can happen, as we always say. As of today, there is nothing between Dybala and Real Madrid. Then let's see what happens, because Dybala as a free agent is a big opportunity for many clubs. We know that Inter uh, were really close to reaching an agreement with Dybala. Then they focused on Lukaku. And so now to jump on Dybala again, they need to sell some players. They have so many strikers. Dzeko, Joaquin Correa, Lautaro Martinez, Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez. So they need to sell some players if they want to restart negotiations with Dybala. But it was never a done deal with Inter. So it was an advanced negotiation, but not a deal. And so this is why for, for Dybala at the moment, he's waiting to understand what happens with other clubs. But... Inter are still there, and let's see. But at the moment, for Real Madrid, nothing going on. What's going on, man? I, Paolo Dybala is a very good player. 28, 28 years old. He's won the Serie A five times. What, what, what's, what's, is his demands too big for other clubs to be interested? I think there are two points. The first one is the salary. He wants more than 6 million euros net per season. Uh, and so, you know, for many clubs, it's not possible to pay mm. that money for a player. And, 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 and also, the other point is about the injuries. He had many, many injuries eh, in the last few years in Serie A. And so maybe some of the clubs are worried on this point and you say I pay 6 million euros net and then the player is always injured this Watch could be a point bench, but yeah. let me say that I think it depends on how much you trust Paulo Dybala also on the injuries eh? I think if you trust Paulo Dybala you play him as a star as he deserves and he enjoys what he's doing injuries are not coming and Dybala is always a great idea fantastic player yeah, there's a little bit of a Felipe Coutinho with him, I think. You know, if you take exactly. care of him, he'll take care of you. Hey, hey yeah, we got another Real Madrid question, by the way. Thanks, uh, uh, Ziv, is it? Uh, hey, Fab, do you think Real Madrid will make more signings this summer? And what's going on with Marco Asensio? Did you watch earlier this week, my man? Uh, Fabrizio, tell, tell him again what's going on with Real Madrid. <laughs> No, the Real Madrid now they need to sell players. They need to sell players, but it's because of the list in La Liga. They can't sign any other player now. So at the moment, they need to sell. Luka Jovic with Fiorentina is getting closer on loan for one season. Uh, then let's see what happens with Mariano. There are many things to resolve for Real Madrid on the outgoings. And then we will see. I would keep the market open. I don't like when people say, yeah, Real Madrid will not sign any player or any club will sign any other player because you, you don't know. know. 
for example, last summer for Real Madrid, it was totally relaxed. And then in the last 24 hours of the market, they said, OK, let's sign Camavinga now because maybe we will lose him if we wait for six months and sign him on a free. So they decided to change the strategy. You never know what the board can do, what the manager can decide. And so this is why I would keep it open. But at the moment, they're focusing on the outgoings. And for Marco Sensio, let's see, because they want 40, 45 million. AC Milan, for example, love this player, but they don't want to pay 45 million. They want to pay way less than this. And so I think Asensio is one to watch in the coming weeks, but at Real Madrid conditions. And I want to remind Real Madrid fans that Aurelien uh, Schumani is not just some kind of incoming transfer. He's a big deal. So already you have That's a Rudiger, very good, eh? Yeah, and Antonio Rudiger, of course, that came even earlier. So they've done some moves. When you sign these players on a free like Rudiger, I always say that you have a different feeling. If you sign Rudiger on 20th of August, you would go crazy at Bernabeu celebrating. Eh? Maybe yeah. you sign him on a free seems different, but Rudiger is one of the best centre-backs in the world. Next to now David Alaba, which is going to be... And Meletao's there as well. It's going to be quite an interesting... Uh, Set up there. Absolutely right. All right, let's talk about, we were talking about free agents, by the way. Christian Eriksson, uh, so good to see him back. Uh, uh, Jack uh, asks, uh, are Eriksson's only destination, Brentford, United, could Tottenham get back in the race? I don't predict the future, so I don't know. But at the moment, Tottenham are absolutely out of this race, as of now. While I'm speaking, they are not negotiating with, with Christian Eriksen. They had a conversation with his agent a few weeks ago, and then they decided to go on different targets. They didn't want to wait for Eriksen. They decided to sign Bisuma to go for other players in attacking positions, as we mentioned, Richardson. Uh, they will go for a right back uh, very soon. And so Tottenham have different priorities now. So for Eriksen, is. Brentford, made United also Newcastle had some conversation with his agent. But at the moment, the feeling around Ericsson is Brentford, Manchester United, with both clubs waiting for Ericsson to answer. All right. Well, listen, just because it's every week, Fabrizio Romano, I have to do it. Otherwise, I get uh, yelled at. But that we do have an Aston Villa. Qu- well, we have a lot of Aston Villa questions. Uh, uh, let, let's not... It's more of a statement. It's not really a question. Now, I, uh, I sh- I'm shocked that my my Villa faithful are, are not really Aston Villa, Luis. Uh, Hardware. Well, listen, I'm tra- Ethan. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. But look, <laughs> if there's nothing going on, there's nothing going on. Remind Diego Carlos Fabrizio. No, there is always Hugo something Camara. going on. Always something going on, but it's under the radar. You know how they work, and so it will take some time. It will take some time, as you may. We always mention here. They signed Camara. They signed. Diego Carlos, top players, they signed Coutinho, it's not a detail. So give them some time. They work like this, but I'm sure they will be busy in the coming weeks. Would you say that Aston Villa are one of those clubs, you know, if there was a list of like the top, you know, we're keeping things under wrapped. Yeah. Villa's up there, right? Yes, yes, 100%. 100%. They are very good at this. But we've already talked to you that a backup left back is a major priority for Steven Gerrard. Uh, there's a centre midfield conversation, maybe a striker, but uh, a lot more will come in the next few weeks. And Fabrizio Romano is here to tell us all about it. So don't worry about that. Fab, before we say goodbye to you, Chris Richards, by the way, uh, we got a, a few more questions here. But Chris Richards, obviously USMNT based, uh, Rafa asks, hey, Fab, I'm seeing reports of Bayern wanting to sell Chris Richards. Any truth to this? And what clubs are interested? Yes, it's true. They are ready to let him go because they feel that maybe he will not have so so much pace this season. And so this is why they are exploring options. At the moment, it's still nothing so close, but exploring exploring options for him. But it's true that Bayern are prepared to, to let him go. They want him to, to play. And so also at the same point, he is not at the moment a key player for Bayern. So also Nagelsmann agrees with the board that it's time for him to, to go if they find a good solution. You would presume he would stay in the Bundesliga? 
I think it's a possibility. Yes, this is always how they they act. So I think it's a possibility. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you. There. All right. Well, El Fideo is always a topic of conversation as well regarding his uh, reported uh, nearing move to Juventus. Angel Di Maria. I think we have a question on Angel Di Maria. There's no one, and we put it up here uh, with the Argentinian, who, by the way, one of the most underrated players for the national team in Argentina. But what's the latest uh, with Angel Di Maria? One step away from joining Juventus. It's just a matter of final details on the contract. Uh, it will be a one-year deal for around 5.5 million euros net salary plus big add-ons, important add-ons. But everything is on the right track between Juventus and Angel Di Maria. Also, Barcelona sources now feel that it will be really difficult for them to sign Di Maria because Di Maria is really tempted now by Juventus. And so it's still not a done deal because they need to resolve something on the contract, but they're working on it also today. So maybe soon could become a done deal. And so Juventus are on it. And Allegri, Massimiliano Allegri, is in love with Di Maria. He absolutely wants Di Maria. All righty. Well, we have one final question before he he, he goes. Uh, it's a, a, a Leif Elmas uh, question. Uh, here we go. Uh, any news on Elif Elmas and Napoli, Fabrizio Roman? Nothing, my friend. I'm sorry. I think he has good chances to stay. So I think the situation is pretty quiet at Napoli now in general, not just for Elmas, but we always let, have a lot of rumors on Ozzy Men and other players, and then it's quiet at Napoli. So as of now, no, but let's see later in the window, maybe they will receive some proposal. At the moment, it's quiet for Elmas. Yeah, it's not even July yet. All right, so let's be patient. Maybe things happen in July. But Fabrizio Romano, before we say goodbye to you, anything that we didn't touch on that you are working hard on? Tyrell Malasia to Manchester United. First signing, they are working on it. So today, new contacts with his agents. Right now, new new meeting and new discussions on the on the salary. But now United are getting closer and closer. And so soon it could be a done deal for Tyrell Malasia, the light jacket by Manchester United. He was a one, one step away from joining Lyon. It was verbally agreed. And then my United jumped into it. And now they are really close to sign. Tyrell Malasia left back from Feyenoord this new signing for Eitan Hag. All right. Well, the summer continues uh, with much transfer talks and Fabrizio Romano is part of it. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Fabrizio Romano, on TikTok, Instagram, CBS Sports every single week as well. Fab, thank you so much, my friend. The next time I talk to you, buddy, I'll be in your side. I'm, I'm going to uh, England and Spain next week, so we'll be in the right time zone. Maybe I'll make a trip to Italy and we'll, we'll, we'll have a good time together. Great, great, great. Thank you and enjoy your trip. Enjoy Kegolas as always, guys. And thank you as always for uh, all the questions. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Fabrizio Romano. Thank you, everybody. Que Golazo Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Que Golazo. We're getting close to 14,000 subscribers. Make sure that you stay in tune on Twitter, CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app, Fabrizio Romano, LME. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Till then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 